Hey, it's Molly. Earlier on this week, I caught up with Freya Ridings on the hit list to talk all about her brand new single, Weekends, and her upcoming album, Blood Orange, as well as all things TikTok and dressing gowns. Here she is. And Freya Ridings joins me now. Hello, how are you? Hello, Molly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so I'm so good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's so good to have you back. Your first release in three years. How does it feel to I be back? Know. It's kind of wild. Like I've honestly been dreaming about this for so long that now it's happening. I'm just I feel like I'm the only person in January that's just been skipping around. I'm so joyful because it's like all of these this this new music is kind of the last three years of my life like in musical form so I just can't wait to start sharing it with people absolutely like was it nice to kind of take a step back it was I mean in some ways I feel like I was ready for a little break but no one was prepared for you know two and a half three years I was like I was so ready to come back after like three months I was like I really miss it um and I love like playing live is such a huge thing for me and I've always adored it so much so the idea of you know getting to play we played the festivals over the summer and that was just like electric like getting to be back on stage again I was I was just over the moon so especially with new songs after so long so yeah we are loving weekends it's it's such a great track it is like lyrically heartbreaking but then it has this like energy that you want to dance to talk to me about it. (laughs) it weekends was such a journey like honestly I think Basically, it was one of the first songs that I wrote for the album and I was in a very, very different headspace to the one I'm in now. I was going through a really, really tough breakup. It was before the pandemic, but I was I was kind of struggling with the idea that maybe to my ex, it looked like I was surrounded by, you know, thousands of people every night on stage and stuff. Um, and I love, I love being around people so much, but it was actually like one of the loneliest times of my entire life. And I just felt like I didn't know how to say that or even if I could. And I felt really embarrassed to say it, but it kind of... I sort of sang it straight from my subconscious, just like into my iPhone voice memos. And I was like, holy crap, I can never show anyone that. That's too embarrassing. Um, And then about six months later, I was in the studio with Steve Mack, who is one of my favorite producers of all time. And I was quite nervous. And he turns to me and he's like, what is something that you've said to yourself recently that has like scared you? And I was like, oh God, this voice memo that I have called Weekends, I'm really quite scared to tell you it. Because I was just embarrassed, you know, it's like after a breakup, you kind of lost your best friend. So you don't really have anyone to turn to in those moments. And he's like, wow, that is so sad. Let's turn that very melancholic thing into something, you know, euphoric that you can feel like you've overcome it and dance to and like feel joyful to. So that's what we did. It kind of inspired by the 70s, kind of made a disco vibe. And also the video is like disco glam and you look incredible. Oh, that's so kind of you. Thank you, Molly. It was so it was kind of like a a 70s like fever dream kind of studio 54 thing and I really I was so inspired by the 70s for this album all aspects of music from the 70s and this is this is definitely the most disco one so I just thought I'd kind of go for like a super villain like a heartbroken super villain kind of vibe in the music video I'm obsessed with it it's gorgeous I bet I mean getting to dress up it like yeah studio 54 must have been like oh my god this is a dream it was really fun it was a night shoot as well so that was literally like three four in the morning we were like we took over an underground station um, and it was absolutely surreal and so much fun. I just, yeah, I had the best time on that shoot. Amazing. Right. Talk to me about Blood Orange, right? It's it, the whole album comes out May the 5th. Yeah, it comes out on the 5th of May. I'm so excited. It is so exciting. Yeah. Talk to me about this album. It's an album of two halves, right? It's Blood Orange, Bittersweet, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. So on one level, I did just like, I like the 
I like fruit in general. But on, the, on, a deeper, on a deeper meaning, it, I was sort of like trying to sum up the last three years. And I feel like there were two very distinct halves. Like the first 18 months, I was very like heartbroken and like bitter and sad and alone. And then the, the second 18 months, I was kind of like falling in love and like the sort of, you know, the bravery to take that leap of faith and like actually allowing yourself to be happy and the inner sort of work and growth that you have to do. Um, and basically, yeah, I just, I sort of wanted to, this is a time capsule of the last three years of my life. And I think hopefully I'm so excited to show people the journey that these songs have sort of taken me on. They really helped me so much. Um, it's just, yeah, it's going to be a privilege to get to play them again to people. Um, but it's, yeah, it's hopefully a makeup album and a breakup album in one. That's kind of... Which is just like such gold. Because it's so rare to have that. You either have like a full heartbreak or you have a full like I'm in love album. But to have both is such a gorgeous balance and like really does... It must be quite a vulnerable thing to do. Oh my God, massively. I think you've like hit the nail on the head. Basically, my goal for this album was just to really push myself out of my comfort zone and like say things that I was terrified to say. And whether that was admitting I was lonely after like, you know, going through heartbreak or admitting, you know, that I was actually falling in love with someone and I was terrified to do that. I was like, I just wanted to kind of say the things that I was scared to say and in a really like, you know, truthful way um, and try and learn from it and grow. So that's hopefully what I've done. I am yeah. so excited to hear the album. Now, I want to ask you a question that's been plaguing me for a few days. I saw you posted on TikTok uh, uh-huh. for weekends. You had a dressing gown on, a white dressing gown, and then you go into your full glam. That dressing gown yeah. is so clean. Is that your real dressing gown? I've never Can seen... Can I tell you the truth? Yes. Can I tell you the truth? Yes. So basically, I had to turn the dressing gown inside out because like it had so much makeup on the side. Of it. I, I like, knew Jesus. it. My SPF was like... all. I got a tinted SPF and it was like all over the sides. So I was like, damn it. So I turned it inside out just for that shoot. And I was like, wow, I hope it looks like it's not as messy as it actually is. It's just such yeah, a clean girl aesthetic. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. Um, in terms of TikTok, is it str- a lot of your uh, tunes get picked up by TikTok and get used? Is it weird sometimes the way they, ways they get used? It always feels very unpredictable. Yeah, I love TikTok. I'm like full on addicted at this point. And I'm just so in awe of like the creators who just, just, just the creativity, the level of creativity. I'm just, oh, it's just incredible to watch. And so I'm just enjoying it as a platform and just kind of, yeah, lots of people, I had no idea until I typed in, like I typed in Lost Without You and it came up like like 4 million videos mm. that people had made. And I was like, oh my God, mm. like I didn't even know that this had happened on this platform. So there's already like such creativity and there's a lot of love there. So I just want to, you know, with the new music, just share as much as possible and and like allow people on, on this journey because they the fans have already been such a huge part of this album. It's kind of, it's kind of insane. Because basically at the beginning of lockdown, I didn't have any way of like playing the new songs or playing shows. So I started doing weekly Instagram lives and the fans would tune in and they'd actually like for an hour a week, I'd just sort of play them new songs and they'd help me choose which ones they liked. And so I'd say at least half of this album was actually chosen by the fans, like genuinely. That is so so um, amazing to have your fans so involved with a project like this that is so personal to you. Yeah, well, they were there for me when literally no one else was. So I'm still very grateful for that. And I hope that they can hear that in the music because I really, I took their feedback really on board. Um, And yeah, Weekends was one of the songs that they really loved from the beginning as well. And that was just when I was just sat at a piano. So to hear it kind of like evolve and, you know, now there's like a music video, it's just, it's just exciting to be able to give them new music because they really, they've been Totally. And I mean, like your voice is so unique. It's got this beautiful depth to it. When, how, like, how did you discover your voice? Like, have you always sung? Where, where did you kind of figure that out? 
No, I was I was such a shy child. I really struggled to like even speak to people. I was like, I mean, at home and my family, I was quite outgoing, but uh, like outside, I couldn't speak. And especially at school, I was so nervous. And I just remember, I think I was watching Love Actually when I was like seven years old. And you know the, the scene where the the girl that the the little boy's in love with sings "All I Want for Christmas yes. Is You." Yes, we that all was, like, wanted to be scene. her. We all wanted to be her. She was just the coolest little girl on the planet. We were like, whoa, she's yeah. so confident. The I would confidence love to be like her. was just incredible. Yeah. And I remember I went to my bedroom and I was like, I sang sort of like into the palm of my hand and I was like, oh no, like I don't want enough for Christmas. And basically, I was like, oh my god, I was like can I actually do it? Like, can I try and actually be her and just see what that, that like, you know, putting on a, like a little character to make myself feel a little bit more confident because I was so, so shy. And I remember I went into school and some, some of the popular girls who really ignored me for the most just were like, freaking sing. And like, everyone like surrounded me and I was like, oh my God, like what is going on? It was like so surreal. So I was simultaneous, but then I kind of went back to just being like really shy and outcast straight after that. So for me, it was like, it was like another world kind of opening up where I could kind of go to the piano room at lunchtime and just kind of like lock myself in there when I was being ostracized and just seeing how I felt. It's so, kind of weird yeah. when you hear about a story like that because it's like you were ostracized, that's why you're alone with your piano, but you being alone with your piano is what made us fall in love with you as an artist. It's kind of that your songs are so it's kind of crazy. vulnerable. But it, yeah. yeah, it's really the thing that has drawn us to you. I have to ask... Uh, mm -hmm. have Love Island approached you for this series for this track they love you the producers are obsessed with you <laughs> I'm obsessed with them like this is the thing I genuinely love the show so I've had to like kind of like hide how much but I mean on top of that it did actually change my life so you know when I wrote Lost Without You Love Island wasn't even a show yet so the fact that that was how it broke was just like it was just kind of the universe on another level and I love yeah, the new season's amazing and I'm just like, yeah, whenever I hear a little, I heard a bit of weekends on it, I was like, oh my God, it's so surreal. It's it's just mad. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, they're so supportive and lovely, but it's so funny because I could not get a tan or like go to a tropical place if I tried. No, so, if I was um, in that, I'd be one of the people being like pulled aside by the producers, like you need some SPF on. This is exactly. your burning. Yeah, like have a water bottle, like you look like you're about to explode. But I just, I feel so lucky to be to put part of that kind of it was like it felt like a real moment and it was yeah it just kind of elevated everything that I've been doing for so long and I was I'm just yeah really lucky it happened so cool and um, festival wise you've done Latitude you've done Glasto is, is there a festival that you would love to perform at I mean I love Glasto Glastonbury is like so near to my heart because like me and my dad used to watch it every year and like we had friends who lived close, but we could never get a ticket genuinely. So I was like, one day I'm going to play and one day I'm going to take my mom. And I did in 2019. And it was just, it was just one of those like out of body, like feels like I'm film, like it's not even real experiences. Like you just walk out on stage and this wave of energy just hits you as a chest and it's raw. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, you know, I played over mic nights. I played Lost Without You over mic nights to like two people and a dog around pubs in North London for like two years. So when you're standing on stage at Glastonbury, it's like, it's very surreal. But in terms of other festivals, I'd love to play other festivals like around the world. Like I'd love to, you know, maybe play like Coachella or like, you know, just like just Coachella would be amazing. Like, that would be so fun. I'd love be to do so that. Cool. Now, you mentioned your dad. I have to ask. Your dad <laughs> is Daddy Pig, correct? He is. He is indeed. Yeah. Is that his real voice? This is the funny thing he's done. He's done so many voiceovers. And actually, Daddy Pig is, I'd say, the closest to his actual voice. I'd say it's almost identical. That's so, and his so does personality that mean, as well. Does that mean yeah. when you're like out in public, people are like, that's Daddy Pig. I've, uh, I know that voice. I've heard that before. Do you, does he get you stopped? Could, you, can, you can see little people sometimes in the supermarket looking like they can hear something, but they don't know where it's coming from. They're like, 
and you can hear and you're just like oh my god it's so cute but he loves doing voice messages for for like you know children of friends and stuff and it's, it's really really sweet because it just kind of lights them up. Yeah, yeah, he, of he course. Loves it. Well, it's their yeah. hero, isn't it? Right. Uh, it's been lovely chatting to you, Freya. Thank you so oh, much. You too. Thank we're you play, so much, Molly. We're going to play your brand new single. Can you introduce it for us? Yes. Yeah. So, hi, I'm Freya Ridings, and this is my brand new single, Weekends. 